Welcome to today's edition of The Blazing Grace Show with your trio of hosts, Jason Graves, Rob McIntyre, and Mike Janung. Blazing Grace covers blazing issues with grace-filled answers. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So let's blaze. Here's your hosts, Jason, Rob, and Mike. It's the Blazing Grace Show. Thanks for tuning in. This is Jason Graves along with Rob McIntyre. Oh, thank you, Jason. And Mike Janung. <laughs> no trash talking. Today. That's right. The Sonics beat the Lakers. No so, trash talking. You know, I'm not going to rub it into you, but let's just say I'm thankful to have green blood today. Okay? <laughs> All right. Do we need to bring up the Super Bowl? Oh, no, no. Let's not talk <laughs> about that. Yeah, let's rock on that one. Yeah. Let's rock on this show today, <laughs> shall we? We're talking about... Sex workers as a mission field. So how can we reach out to people who are in strip clubs, who are in prostitution, who are in erotic films, etc.? And we have back on the show our favorite, our uh, Blazing Grace ra uh, raving and roving uh, reporter, <laughs> Shelly Lubin. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back, Shelly. Well, thank you for having me. And of course, let's not forget your friend Annie. Hello, Annie. Hi. How are you guys? Good. How are things down there? Good, really good. Good. It's good to have you back. We Thank were you. we were teasing you about being a repeat offender here on the show, and <laughs> so it's it's good to it's good to have you back. Thank um, you, ladies. We're talking about a very important subject. Would you agree? Yes, definitely. Well, well let's see. I mean, we've got a mission field for places outside the country. We've got a mission field for places right in town with rescue missions and things like that. But I'm not aware that sex workers and the, the people who work in that industry are a mission field yet. Mm -hmm. And so the show today is about how can we as a church start to help reach out? How can we as a, the body of Christ pluck people out of that world of sin and death? So Shelly, you've got some big ideas. You want to start us off on a few of those? Yeah, sure. Um, some ideas. You want to talk about first what the church did to help me or my ideas? Let's talk about a little bit about your story and yeah, how the church played a role. Okay. Some of the things that this, this particular church, the Champion Center, that I always love to brag about in Tacoma, Washington, um, what the, one of the things the pastor did was he created a culture where acceptance of anyone, regardless of where they came from or where they were at in life, permeated through the church. So he would say every Sunday he'd get up, he goes, I don't care where you came from, you're a champion. God has something for you. I don't care if you're a drag addict. I don't care. So he made us all feel comfortable. Wow. He did this every Sunday and Wednesday. He built, he created this culture of acceptance. And so we all right, right away, when the pastor, who's the main leader, is talking like that, it falls down on the leadership, which falls down on the body. So right away, the judgment just was non-existent in that church. Hmm. And another thing he did was... Um, he had awesome leadership and really equipped the leadership to take us in and get to know us personally. Like the leader would be assigned, like the leader was responsible for maybe the four or five people under them. And so they would be getting to know them. They would um, send them thank you notes. We were trained to reach out and call, follow up. Do you have prayer requests? And so when I, I found out after that my children's minister leader it was actually an ex-stripper. Wow. So I, I didn't really have to go to the pastor or all these people in the church and tell them all my business. I told her. And so she was there for me, and she built me up and was encouraged me. That's and amazing. so that really helped me that I had someone to relate to in the church. Awesome. Well, Annie, what about you? 
You know, my story is a little different. I actually uh, got saved when I was at home, and um, I was afraid to go to church for about nine months. And when I did go, I I went to this small little church, and I told the pastors uh, my story, and I didn't let the rest of the body know. It was very secret. Um, I ended up leaving that church. They Mm. treated me nice, but I ended up leaving. And Mm -hmm. what's really funny is I I met Shelly over the phone, I called her up. I had the guts to call her at her house because I thought I knew her, actually. (laughs) Remember, Shelly? And (laughs) this is where the church started for me, really, honestly. Praise God. And and I got a hold of her, and I said, hey, you know, hi, you know, her old name. I'm not going to repeat it. But uh, um, I was sure that she knew me, and she sat there and said, you know, I don't know you, but you know, bless you that you called me, and we just hit it off right away. And, you know, she introduced me at the porn convention to a wonderful lady named Kathy Smith, and um, we just bonded. All of us just bonded so, mm. so wonderfully, and it was it was something that I know God set up. And I actually got introduced to uh, one of my older friends that were uh, in the industry with me. She'd been saved for six years. Well, she's not older. She's the same age as me. Um, and she had been praying for the girls in Las Vegas for mm-hmm. the past six years uh, with their church. And, um, you know, I was just so thankful for that. And just ever since this has happened, my life has completely changed. And um, the healing's really kicked in all the way. I just, I'm so blessed by, you know, meeting these wonderful people. And it's funny because these people are outside the church that I met that actually helped me. Oh. So this is, you know, and, and the church, I'm not saying the church didn't help me, but right. they didn't have, uh, you know, the ministry to actually counsel me or encourage me to tell my story. There was just a matter of, well, let's just be quiet right now. Um, you know, let's just focus on God. And that that's fine and everything. But I did need mentorship. I did need someone to help me. You know, Joyce Mayer's ministry, actually, that's how I got yep. saved originally. So wow. um, that really mentored me. But when I met Shelly and Kathy... I just, um, everything changed. Okay. Yeah. And Shelley? Joyce Meyer has helped me, too, a yeah. lot, because yeah. at first, you know, you go to church, and I can't really tell anyone. So the, I think what Joyce has is she's so relevant yeah. to and real and with real. people and, and gives practical help. Like, she taught me that I need to put scriptures all over my house, and that mm-hmm. she, ta- and she and she's transparent. She tells us she used to drink a beer in short shorts. Uh, amen. And people tell me when I minister, the number one thing they're attracted to is my transparentness. So yeah. I do feel it's important we be transparent with Absolutely. us about where we've right. been. Right, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Shelley, what was it that brought you to the Champion Center? <laughs> well, God. Um, it really was God because my husband was joined the military uh, because he had lost his job due to drug abuse. So I said, you better join the military. God sent us up to Washington State, and um, I was just falling apart. I, I, I thought I was going to die, and so I was raised as a Christian as a little girl. So I said, that's it. We're going to church. I opened up a phone book swirled my finger around and where it fell, that's where we're going to go. Hmm. Um, I ended up going to this church and walked in, and I just, it blew my mind. Um, the culture he had created of acceptance and of um, that all people were, were valued and worth something. So I went home and called my mom and said, guess what, I found this church. And it, it turned out, she says, really, because I was going to tell you to go to this church that your pa- a pastor was down here last week in California. Hmm. It turns out it was the same pastor. He had given my mom a book. Wow. about passion test in life and signed it to me yeah. she sent it to me and it turned so it was totally divine what are the odds is that, yeah. is that not god That's or what great. and i Amazing. stayed there uh, seven years uh being ministered to from him praise god so we as a church have to address our judgmentalism 
Yes. We as individual Christians have to ask ourselves, look, do I have elements of superiority or arrogance in my attitude towards Amen. people in the sex working industry? And we have to deal with that because the Bible does call us to make a right judgment. I'm not talking about don't be wise, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't be fools, but we have to address ourselves in the areas where we think we're better than other people. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to look down on and sex you know workers. Even, even people like, even I've had to get rid of judgmentalism after recovering because uh-huh. sometimes it's almost like I was so built up that I was a champion. And when I got out, it's almost like I judged the church. Right. And mm-hmm. so even God has had to really deal with me. And oh, yeah. You know, it's getting to that place where, you know, you, either you walk like me or you don't. Yeah. And we have to remember that the church is the bride of Christ. Yeah. And you would never in a million years put down your friend's wife, even if you hated yep. her guts. Right. Or even if she offended you. Right. You know, your best friend, it's it's her. It's his wife. And one thing I've learned about the church, because I've talked to them, was the re- a lot of times the reason they don't seem to accept us is because they don't know what to do. Right. Okay. Yeah. So now we're getting somewhere. Let's talk about what you're doing, because I'm excited. You were on the uh, Big Story primetime weekend show this last weekend. And you want to tell us a little bit about that and then a little bit about your project in your home? Yeah, sure. Um, this weekend I was in Florida with Triple X Church at Claremont Fellowship Church. Um, they're just a group of five or six families that um, have a heart to reach out to the community, and uh, they want to uh, raise awareness about the issue of pornography addiction. Um, because what had happened is the church they were at, their senior pastor had been addicted to porn since he was a child. And this is a church that kicked off their very first church service with yes. Porn Sunday. <laughs> with Porn Weekend. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so what had happened is they were in another state, and their senior pastor got fired. Mm. They, they found out he was viewing porn his whole life. This is something he was abused with as a child. He was violated, wow. and it never left him. So he's, he was a pastor, went to Bible school, everything with his porn addiction. Wow. He has an amazing story of recovery. Anyways, um, he got fired, and made, it just made them realize the church needs to be a hospital, and instead they just fired this guy and didn't even help him. So they right. went and started another church and invited him to be the worship leader, and it's the most real transparent church I've ever been to probably. Wow. And uh, so we went there. Um, Craig got up and spoke. I shared my story that that senior pastor who had porn addiction and was in recovery shared his story, mm-hmm. and it just touched a lot of people. Pastors from other churches brought men who were addicted to porn, and so I got to minister to quite a few men. Wow. <laughs> and so it was just really awesome that uh, God did that, yeah. and it made me realize, you know, this is church. Mm. You know, it was yeah. just beautiful, absolutely. These are real people who really want to reach out with the love of Jesus, and um, I helped give some tips on how they could recover and, and what they would need to do what they would um, as a church, so it was really neat. Wow. And then uh, while we were there, it turns out the uh, Fox News heard about us, the prime, or the big Big story, primetime weekend, and said, "Would you and the pastor go on the show?" Uh, so we went on, and uh, we rocked it. That's <laughs> it was great. cool. So I'm going to be putting that clip up on my website. Okay, so and go to people sh- can go and see that. Go to shellylubin.com. That's s h e l l e y l u b b e n dot com. So all the resources there. You got a great site, by the way, Shelly. I don't know who designed that site. Actually, I do, but they did an amazing job. That would be me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good deal. Now, tell us a little bit um, about what you're endeavoring to do in terms of rescuing uh, sex workers out of the industry. Oh, well, for a while, I've t- 
try to connect with other ministries, like girls will write me, and they'll be in, say, Nashville, Tennessee, because usually it's bigger cities where Mm -hmm. these girls work. So I have ministry connections all over the United States, Mm -hmm. and I'll connect in that way. But where I live in California, which is only an hour and a half from the porn capital, there's like no homes or ministries that I know of that would really be able to cater to the needs of someone who's been traumatized to porn. Mm -hmm. So there's one particular porn actress who I've been trying to mentor her over here in California, not not the Trinity Project, but something else. And so... um, and also someone else from Focus on the Family has been trying to mentor her. But no one's really provided financial help for her, like a real physical plan. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, she was really under the mentorship of someone else more than me, and I was thinking she was okay. Well, it turns out she's homeless, has nothing, oh, wow. and is reaching out to me that nobody will help her. And so I go, you know what? My husband read the email, and he was broken. Oh. And, and to be honest, I was broken, too, because I know mm-hmm. what it's like to be out on the street and have right. no one right. help you. Right. So we're actually inviting her to come live with us, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to make a plea to the church to wake up and please help me help these girls. Wow. What breaks my heart is that, you know, we have rescue missions like you talked about, but mm-hmm. I think what happens in the churches we see— People in the porn industry as our enemies, mm-hmm. and they're from what we've talked about before on this show. You ladies have mentioned how you guys hate what's happening every minute of it. Yeah, and they forget who the real enemy is. Well, you're you're right, and you know I think something even a little more insidious than that, Mike, is that many of the people in the church are addicted to porn, and so they're so afraid to have close proximity to that. And and I mean that's just the problem with darkness and light. Right. You know, and so we can't help that one thing that we are consuming ourselves off of. Right. So, I mean, we, as a church, if we're going to be effective, we've got to be pure. We got to get our own stuff together. We first. do. We do. You can't, you can't give what you don't have. Yep. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now. All right. So wh- what do you need then? What are you going to need as you're attempting to bring people into your own home? How can we as a church help you, Shelly? What I have a vision to do is actually create a champion center Mm -hmm. for these girls Mm -hmm. where they can get a lot of the same teachings that I got. I got practical, everyday teaching on how to live, like actual steps. I also need women from the church to come and mother them and teach them how to cook, teach them how to talk, how to walk, hang out with them, mentor them, encourage them. This is what I actually do in the rescue mission. I I ask some ladies from the church, come with me and teach them how to make cookies. Wow. You know, just be a mama to them. They didn't have a mama. Right. And so this is why it's working in the rescue mission. And um, I go down the rescue mission and work on the program. The problem I see down there, I actually work with some girls who are drug addicts and prostitutes. The problem I see down there is that, again, it's a very religious atmosphere. So the girls just are choking and dying and really made to be forced to follow rules instead of inspired and encouraged. Boundaries are important, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I was more inspired than I was forced and um, yeah. i was i was built up rather than you will obey us and you will right. here's all the rules and that doesn't work for someone who's been rebellious their whole life it's a right. heart change it's not an extrinsic change yes. but it and comes from about, the inside out about teaching them they will be you know that's this is what's missing is an opportunity for them to be taught so that's what i want to create i need money right i want to i need a place i need a, a home that probably has at least you know, six bedrooms. You could put two girls in each bedroom. I've been working in rescue missions for a while, so I'm kind of learning about. Um, I, I've learned a lot, actually. Maybe that's why God had me do that mm-hmm. about what they need. Um, we need to, and um, really, we need to work with the church, though, because 
like I again, I've really had to make a plea to women to come, but most of them go, I have nothing to offer them. I said, yes, you do. You know how to cook a pot roast, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> come and teach them. I, I didn't know how to do anything at all. And so that's and, and that's what would really work is um, it's really money is a big one. I don't ask for donations on my website now because a lot of people think that I'm just like every other Christian group who wants to take their money and run. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm really, really, what I need is probably large sponsors who say, I want to help you buy this piece of property and this home. Right. So it sounds like we need a rescue mission in the San Fernando Valley for the yes. sex, industry, sex industry workers. Yep. All right. Okay, good. All right. Well, I love this vision. Now, um, if people do want to send some funds, mm-hmm. what would be the best way to do that? Just send them directly to you, send them through the Blazing Grace show for you. How can we help you with that? Well, I'm going nonprofit soon, so okay. um, I just got my kit. So. Okay. <laughs> so they can send them directly to me, and then I can send them a receipt so it's tax deductible. Okay, great. Um, they need to label it. I want, I, I'm very organized. I want them to write down what it's for exactly. Right. And um, that's, I would rather do it private donations than, than yeah. uh, advertise on my website. Okay, well, we get to uh, we get to help people from time to time, and so th- you've got you just landed your first major sponsor. And here's my offer for any of you that want to help Shelley uh, and would like to partner with the Blazing Grace Show to do that. Uh, we will match all funds up to a thousand dollars for wow. who, whoever sends money to Shelley with rescue porn worker. Uh, in the in the memo line, okay, and so we and so Shelly for the uh, for the entire uh, months of March and April, whatever comes in, I want to match that, okay, as as a show uh, because we Thank have you. we've got to put our money with where our mouth is, right, yep. folks, right? I mean, we've got to step up to the plate. <laughs> You're right, Jason. I needed you in other meetings like this, brother. <laughs> right, right. Okay. And a lot of people don't realize, like. My husband supports my whole ministry, and it's like people think, well, it doesn't really cost. Yes, it costs me so much money, and I yeah. I have one man who sends me $40 a month. He's, bless his soul, he's so sweet. Wow. Um, now, I know it's my fault maybe for not asking my website, though. I just feel that that's not the way to do it because, again, I'll just be like another Christian ministry who's saying, just give your 10%. That's okay. That's, I'm what, not doing that. that's what you got. The, that's <laughs> what you got the Blazing Grace show for. So, again, folks, if you want to give to Shelly's project, helping porn workers be rescued out of the industry, Amen. Blazing Grace will match your support in any amount. Um, up to $1,000 for the months of March and April here. So just send her a check. Um, and, Shelly, what address should they send that to? Okay, the address they should send it to would be uh, Shelly Lubin, PMB, Box 33-6077, Coffee Road, Number 4, and that's in Bakersfield, California, 93308, and that address is also on my website. Um, they can email me if they really can't find the address, and I'll be glad to give it to them. Okay, great. So, so Annie, Annie, what is your thoughts on all this? Oh, I think it's absolutely wonderful. In fact, I'm crying right now because you guys are, you guys are so great. To, and Annie's to gonna come run it. Well, I, hey, you know what? <laughs> That's you know great. What, you, you know what's really funny is I just love that you're talking about helping these people because uh, these women um, here in Vegas. Uh, 
there's no home for the girls. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. And I went to this funeral a couple weeks ago and it was one of my good girlfriends that died. She was in the industry. And I, I sang and I did my testimony. And that night, six girls got saved. Mm-hmm. And, wow. And, 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 you know, the love that Jesus has for these women is so huge. And, and if we could just get help for right. these people. Right. Um, and that ended up having, um, we started a Bible study mm-hmm. um, every Thursday night for the girls to come to if they wanted to seek God. That's and awesome. I counsel them over the phone. So it's just starting. And I, I just, I praise God for your yeah. guys' love for what Shelly's doing. And Annie, tell them the name of your Bible study. Are you sure you want me to tell it? Yeah. <laughs> Hooker Bible study. <laughs> okay, well, here, here's the thing. I know that sounds crazy, and, and we even have a um, – this is really outright um, totally God because hookers for Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. It's not that we're hookers anymore. It's that we're going to hook people for Jesus. Amen. Amen. We're going to use that fish hook in our, in right. our logo. And, and, you know, this is something I'd love to, you know, work with Shelly with too because I know that it's all one and the same, just working in the sex industry. Mm-hmm. Um, really believe that. If these women aren't afraid to come out of the woodwork or, you know, hide in their homes, that there's the real healing can begin. If they can see, like, what Shelly's doing, and then maybe I could stand up and, and have a voice for them, too, they won't be afraid to come to the churches. Right. They just need to know there's someone else there that's like them. Right. That's all they need. Right, right. It was so scary for me to go into church. I was t- terrified hmm. to go. You know what I tell people also? You know the group Celebrate Recovery? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody kind of knows what that's for. Mm-hmm. So because it's in the church, people automatically go, oh, this must be a cool church. So if we started like a national ministry like that as well, that and, and I, I really want to write the curriculum. It's my heart. I have all these ideas for curriculum. And then like give that to churches, send that out to churches. They can start their program there. Um, I think that would really, then people would know about that. Oh, they have that in there. So I right. can go there. Awesome. Okay. Well, as we're winding down here, Shelly, your address is on your website, correct? Yep. Okay. So go to ShellyLubin.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-L-U-B-B-E-N.com. And uh, if you want to help rescue porn workers out of the industry, remember the Bible says that, you know, if we, if we pray for people and, and help them spiritually, but do nothing about their physical needs, yep. then we're just kind of wasting time. We're not going to be as effective. They'll say, I never knew you. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Matthew so, 7:21. Wow. Okay. So that's pretty steep, folks. So let's yeah. let's reach out to these people. Let's be pioneers and trailblazers in reaching out and rescuing the porn workers out of the industry. I mean, we could sit around and complain that there's pornography until the cows come home. But why don't we just take all the people who are acting in the in the porn movies out of the industry so that they can't absolutely. make porn films anymore. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, the Mary right. Magdalene's sure. of our society. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. Jesus did. Yeah, Jesus he did. did. He didn't mess around. So if you want to help Shelly and Annie with their project, the Blazing Grace Show will match your donation uh, for the month of uh, March and April. And uh, we're glad to do it because uh, we know, uh, you know, Annie, you said that, w- 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 that we're just great. Well, you know what? Our God is great. Yeah. We got a great God, and we got great listeners. Absolutely. I mean, I know these men and women yep. who are listening, and they love the Lord, and they love to give. I mean, I, I had somebody at an Everyman's Battle Conference recently sign a check for people to come to the conference for $10,000, you know, Aww. and it's dropping the bucket for some people. Thank so some, some wow. people have a, a, a lot of abundance, and if you are feeling like, you know, you are being led to help, 
hey, let's just put it out there for for these women. We got to end here, but a um, couple announcements. Um, I've got an Everyman's Battle Conference coming up in Chicago, April 7th through the 9th, and we'd love to see you there. So go to healingforthesoul.org to register. Um, also, we're on iTunes now. So if you want to listen to The Blazing Gray Show uh, on your MP3 player or podca- podcaster, just tune into uh, iTunes.com. Tune in next week for part two of Rescuing Sex Workers uh, and Making Them a Mission Field. Thanks, folks. Thank you for tuning into this edition of The Blazing Gray Show. We trust today's broadcast helps bring you closer to God and to what God desires for your life. Blazing Grace is a listener-supported mission intended to help listeners around the world. Your support is vital in keeping that mission alive. We ask you to prayerfully consider sending a tax-deductible gift to Blazing Grace. It would be gratefully appreciated. You can send your monetary gift to Blazing Grace, P.O. Box 62521, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80962-2521. That's P.O. Box 62521, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80962-2521. Want to learn more about Blazing Grace? Find us on the Internet at blazinggrace.org. That's B-L-A-Z-I-N-G-G-R-A-C-E dot O-R-G forward slash radio dot H-T-M. On that page, you'll find a downloadable copy of this show. Or you can visit oneplace.com under ministries. Look for Blazing Grace Radio. If you want help resolving a sexual addiction, you can call Rob McIntyre and Jason Graves toll free by dialing 877-590-SOUL. That's 877-590-7685. Desiring for a specific subject to be covered on Blazing Grace? You can tell Mike Janung what you want covered by emailing him. That email address is mike at blazinggrace.org. We look forward to sharing more blazing issues and grace-filled answers next time. Thanks once again for listening. May God shine His grace upon you.